At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This episode of Turntables, Hip Hop, Culture, and Beyond is presented by Spaces Philly. Check out spacesphilly.com for an assortment of podcasts like The Mark and Dark Show, Both Sides, Nergasm Talk, No Gimmicks Needed, and the upcoming series, Well Fed. Spaces Philly, curating the culture. Then let's start the show. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? And welcome back to another episode of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. I am your host, your favorite female hip hop head, or your resident female hip hop head. I get this wrong every week. Uh, Nina. And to my left, I have Mr. Franklin. Mm-hmm. Tell the people hey, about yourself, where they can find you. Hey, listen, man, it's your favorite cousin. They know me, the favorite cousin, Left Brain. They know me on here. Uh, they know to find me on Instagram at left underscore brain 88. Find me on Facebook at mayor underscore Franklin. I also have a page you could like, left underscore brain 88. Um, yeah, that's pretty fun. Oh, also check out my anchor, Drunk Thought Silver Tongue. Um, yeah, um, give me your input on there. Listen to some stuff. I'm pretty sure you'll like the content. So, yeah. Cool. That's my life. All right. Well, I'm going to tell y'all now, this may not be that long of a show. I'm not feeling the, the greatest. I'm hoping it does not reflect in the episode, but I'm just letting y'all know from the top. Where we going? So, you know how we always do. We're going to start out with our hip-hop fact. Mm -hmm. Which revolves around the subject of the week. So, our hip-hop today... Our hip-hop fact today is about the four elements. Mm -hmm. Now, for those who don't know, the original four elements of hip-hop is... Are DJing, MCing, or rapping, uh, graffiti... And uh, breakdancing. So apparently there is a dispute among some pioneers in hip-hop about the four elements. Um, They were thought, they're thought to be started in the early 70s by the Zulu Nation. um, According to Africa Bambada, they were used basically as a catch-all for the culture when hip-hop was in like its infancy, before it was even really called hip-hop. And he said they were... That the Zulu Nation was the ones who bought it under the elements so we could make this whole cultural movement that's called hip-hop. And that's from Africa Bambada. However, Grandmaster Flash and some of the graffiti pioneers seem to think... um, like they they think that graffiti shouldn't be included at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Grandmaster Flash was like, oh, well, um, how did graffiti get mixed up? with hip hop like it bugs he's like it bugs him because how do they even intertwine mm. the graffiti some of the graffiti artists are like we were doing graffiti way before hip hop even came along right so how did this get put all in together now uh the godfather of graffiti as he's known seen um, he seems to think it was all a marketing ploy for this documentary that came out in the early 80s called Star Wars where originally it was supposed to be about breakdancing mm-hmm. but they didn't have enough material so they decided they were going to do breakdancing um, and graffiti mm-hmm. uh, so he thinks it ended up being packaged that way as marketing mind you that's a whole 10 years after hip hop started and People and people were already acknowledging that there were elements, mm-hmm. but just the that was actually more of a not even really much of a, a fact, but just a little discussion, I guess, about the four elements we're gonna be talking about today. Okay, cause I really couldn't find like I was trying to find like one solid concrete fact about it, and it was just like all over the place. Okay. Like it was like. An article about this element of it Or this element Or the way they all come together There was no like You know the elements were started in such and such It was nothing like that So we had to go with that for today And I didn't want to give you all just a bunch of bullshit Just for shits and giggles Not like um Because 
we talk about the elements, can we say that it wasn't established because they were all kids and they were just doing hip hop? Nobody really thought deep into it. Like the elements of hip hop, like they might have made it, but they didn't like. It's not a history books type of thing at that age. This is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could very well be it. I just, I was, tr- I was just like, you know how you use the art hip hop fact? It's like just a, a solid, simple, fact. Right. solid fact. Right. I couldn't find one that was just like I can just, unless I was going to be like, hey, the four elements of hip hop are that would have been just the solid fact, which. It's not as No, but appealing. it's interesting you said that because I never knew about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I never knew that graffiti never really had anything to do with it. I thought, honestly, I thought graffiti, like, I didn't get this from anywhere. But if I had to guess, if you asked me, I would have told you, well, I would think graffiti came from certain crews. Mm-hmm. With gra- graffiti, like, all right, well, this is our territory or something along mm-hmm. them lines. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, but I didn't get it from nowhere. So that's why I might have thought, graf- guess where the graffiti came in at, but... I never knew that. I never knew graffiti virtually had nothing to do. <laughs> like it was happening. It was kind. Of, it's kind of like all the elements. They were yeah. all happening before, before. Right. Okay. But they all, I think, all kind of just came under the same umbrella. Besides uh, breakdancing. Yeah. Um, for the most part, all the other people were DJing already. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. People were DJing already. People were emceeing already. May not have been rapping, but they were emceeing. Yeah. And people were already doing graffiti. You know, breakdancing is the only real new thing. Now, something we can include in there as a little, you know, fun fact. Many people consider, and this is like, some people say it's among the conscious rappers. They consider knowledge of self to be a fifth element. And beatboxing and fashion to be sub-elements. So, we'll talk about that a little bit once we get into the cypher. But... For now, we're going to get into Push the Fader, our sample guessing game. And I have a song for you today. I have I have it queued up so it is a little easier to, um, hold on. So it's a little easier to identify where the sample might be from instead of having listened to the whole thing. Okay. So it's going to start a little abruptly. Let's come on. Okay. Oh, look at you! You're showing out two weeks in a row. <laughs> she, gave the, she gave me the kindergarten joints. Yeah. I'm not giving you kindergarten joints. Some people don't know that. Mm. Oh, let's pull up. So now we have to pull up what? the actual song. The original, which is Ooh La 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 by Miss Tina Marie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I mean, come on, because not everybody would have got that that was Ooh La La La. I'm going to be honest with you. When I was younger, I didn't realize, like, I knew it sounded familiar, but I was like, what is this? This sounds like something else I know. I'm not really, because I'm not really good with samples. I just know the song right here. That's the point. Yeah. I could, I mean, you know. Alright, girl. We don't want to get copyrighted and shit on here. So, um, we're going to move on. Because I wanted to come to the ooh la part, but I'm like, that first verse is long, girl. <laughs> if I had been acting right, I'd have just queued it up and played it, but, you know. But, that was Push the Fader. Mm-hmm. So, we know what time it is. We are going to move on. And drop the needle and start the cypher. <laughs> So, as you heard at the top of the show, 
uh, we're gonna be discussing the four elements today but we want to put a little twist on it so I already told you what the elements are MC DJ breaking graffiti mm -hmm. but I want to know if you had to redo the elements for today's culture mm -hmm. what would they be mm. no, that's a good question. um i'll be honest with you i wouldn't redo the mcm part because i still think mcm is part of it obviously but i would say swag because the kids say nowadays with swag can be anything from the way you dress the way you walk all that you slang all of that Mm -hmm. I would probably say swag. Um, DJing would be replace. Man, what would DJ be replaced with? Man, just I guess just swag and MCing really. It, you gotta have four really no, okay. at minimum. Or four at minimum. Okay, mm -hmm. wow. Uh, wow, <laughs> made it really hard there. I'm just, all right. Well, no, no, I, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll say, I'll say, uh, let me, um, let me break this down a little bit. I'll say swag, I'll say, uh, MCM, I'll say, um, what else would be an element? Well, look, I will go and maybe give you some idea, some time to think. Mm -hmm. So, the four I would think it would be MCing, of course, is still relevant, but I don't know if I want to call it MCing still because lyricism is clearly not uh, paramount mm -hmm. nowadays. So, it would have to be somewhere along the lines of just like because everybody doesn't mumble rap but I guess just rapping not because when I think MC and I call somebody an MC it's somebody who's really, like really out here really rapping mm -hmm. like they really going they coming for the jugular their lyrics mean something or they got punchlines that's not what these kids are doing some, some of these kids are doing so we might have to change that to just rapping and that's just my personal thing. Um, for the breaking, it would be these challenges because mm -hmm. these kids, I, a lot of, a lot of this just generation, it seems to me, it's not like a. They're not going out and dancing anymore. Like you know how we used to go out to like Wow and stuff mm -hmm. and dance and go to like the little teenage clubs and stuff and just dance sure. to have a good time. I don't. I don't feel like they do that anymore. Only time I really see kids dancing is if there's like a popular dance that comes out. Uh, yeah. Or they're doing a challenge. Yeah, for sure. Like that Fortnite dance, the shoot Kiki or whatever. Yeah. Or the Kiki challenge or the, um, In My Feelings, that's what it's called. In yeah, My Feelings challenge. Yeah. There was, was, God, why can't I think of any of them? But, and these other challenges where you got, I'm like, it's, it's a lot so I would think that for the break in for graffiti it would be body modification tats and piercings yeah because it seems like everybody has what about filters filters like Instagram filters no, I'm, only reason why I, I mean that's real I can see that it's just reason, I didn't think yeah. about it only reason why I say filters because that's something that everybody can do and you ain't gotta have thousands or some type of check to do it like you know what I mean Instagram filters all you need is a phone I mean that's the art like that's that would be the art yeah. part of it I just think of I thought of body modification because it is still an art yeah it is no, and it is 100%. you know a lot I'm not gonna say that graffiti is not out there people still are out here doing graffiti because I don't want to ever shit on people who do graffiti because no, it's a it is quite a skill no it is, it is. <laughs> so, the problem with it, I'm not gonna say it's a problem with it but the thing about it is it's not like we don't look at graffiti nowadays like hip hop right so we just look at graffiti as like something that like of course you would because it was one of the elements that's what you learn but the average person when they think graffiti they don't think hip hop they just think hey, it's art we just tagging this thing like the average person they don't even think about elements of hip hop no more at all right 
Um, cause that, I mean, that's one of the arguments that's been thrown around for years. Like we was talking about earlier mm-hmm. that another argument that's been going around is that what is the point of having the elements? They're not even relevant anymore. And I'm like, well, no, what well, they are. Honestly, I think they are. Cause I of- think the culture, like when people say hip hop is dead, it's not necessarily hip hop itself. Cause hip hop is a multi-billion dollar industry. Hip hop is definitely not like the music itself is not dead. The culture, culture okay. is dying. So, that is a part of the facet of it being a whole culture. And I don't know if that's... Um, the thing is... That's something that's still relevant now to um, the modern era. It's just, I think... I don't think the culture... I think the culture has evolved beyond recognition. That's what mm-hmm. I say. This is what I think. It's evolved uh, above recognition because you're not going to break dance for 30 years. Now... This is true. Is this something that I like? Because we know it's what it is. Whether it's alive and whether I like it, I think it's two different conversations. I may not like where it's gone, mm-hmm. but I can't say. And this is just my own point of view. I can't say it's not alive. I do. I think the culture has been watered down and sold. Yeah, I don't think it's a culture anymore. I mean, right. to me, it's that's just it's just it's just marketing at this point. Right. You're just yeah. boxing it up yeah. and pushing it out. And I'm not saying that's all of it because I listen to plenty of decent hip hop every day. Yeah. That's not that you could tell is steeped in the culture. Right. Like this, you do this for the love of the game and not because you want to sell records. Mm-hmm. But I do think to an extent, the saying "you die here or you live long enough to become." To uh, see yourself become the villain is true in aspect in some aspects of hip hop. It's like you, it was this great thing that was created out of hardship and like we've been doing for so many other years, taking scraps of what we had mm-hmm. and making it something something better and something bigger. And then eventually, it kind of morphed into this thing that we don't recognize anymore. Mm. And I'm not saying it's villainous, but just in the sense that it was this big thing that was like moving it, it was it was pure yeah, yeah. it was like pure, so yeah. pure and it was like people do this because they love it and yeah. this is how they came up this is it reflects where they came from and what they're doing even the hip-hop when it started going into gangster rap and back into more party records and things it was Still a reflection of what was going on. It was more than just I'm doing this so I don't have to sell crap. And I mean, it's like, but that was even back then. That kind of was what it like. That's kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. But it was like I'd rather be doing doing this this, than selling crap. But you know what though, I I agree with you 100. percent Back then they say back then that's what it was, but they still took pride in it. Yes, it's a pride thing. It's not just I'm packaged and manufactured for you. Right. Because even Big was, I know he was competitive on the mic. It wasn't just, yo, I'm doing this, so I ain't got to sell crap. It was, I think it was this, something they really the loved. Yeah, I'm going to be the best at this. Like, and it was like they, that was, they saw that as their way out. Because, yeah. you know, in, in the 80s and 90s, that was definitely, you was either going to be a basketball player or you was going to be a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you was going to die. But so it was like, I got to get out it. somehow. Yeah. Let's, I can't play ball. So let me rap, you know, and if you had skills to do it, yeah. you did. And a lot of times if you didn't, you just didn't make it. But that's not the case now. Yeah. There's a lot of things you could do. They just rap because it seemed easy. So I, I get I get what you're saying in that sense. There's, there's a lot more pride back then. Exactly. And that's that's kind of where still, yeah. I feel like that's why, you know, how there's always the argument with the, the new and the old, the golden era versus the modern era mm-hmm. where people are like well my well, my music is better like old oh, man nobody want to care about your music mm-hmm. i think the issue is because this is another show i wanted to do like does legacy exist in hip hop because people don't seem to respect legends they just look at them like they old it's washed up whatever it's not like it's not like with other some other genres where it's like you hold these people in high regard all the time and i'm not saying nobody does mm-hmm. but a lot of it gets lost in translation. Like we were talking about on a prior episode with um, Lil Yachty saying, you know, basically being like, I'm not really messing with Big and all that. And then listening to him like, why wasn't this 
why wasn't this given to you when you got here? I'm gonna tell you why. Well, because you were, it, were you, you were packaged? packaged? Yeah, that's exactly. What or it was. did you come into this because you really for the love of the music? He was packaged. That's real. He was packaged. It's like I'm not. I'm not finna come and be like I started listening to hip hop, you know, yesterday, and I want to get into rapping. And then not do any homework. It's like anything. You can't come into a field in any field. Not I'm not, and I don't mean just music. Mm-hmm. And be like, I want to do this, and then you just start doing it tomorrow. You know that I'm, never works out. I'm gonna tell you what's crazy and why. Um, just not that I not that I disagree with you because I agree wholeheartedly. But in his retrospect, I see how he did it. Right? Because mm-hmm. the mindset is because we gotta look. Lil Yachty ain't the first. Mm-hmm. So Lil Yachty's looking at little whoever came before him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right? what I, I mean. I understand that they so, looking at, but they they're looking in the limited scope of right. like the last and that's five the years. When you're from Alabama and you're seventeen <laughs> and you don't know nothing about nothing that happened ten years prior, that was because I would blame the guys that are thirty some years old and still mumble rapping. I'm be honest with you. That's who I blame. Ain't the Migoses? How old are some of the Migoses? They touching thirty, right? One of them at Over. least. Two of them. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Um, One of them's pretty young, mid-20s. like mid twenties. Okay, Bo- yeah. Both all of them are mid twenties, but they okay. know about the Jays. They know about so, but bigger than that, I'm talking. But about But then the they, they grew up in like Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, but I'm also talking about the Trinidad Jameses. That's older than me, and it's like, bro, you know. I mean, because you're just trying to sell records. But that's the problem. The Trinidad James would do that, but then Lil Yachty's looking at Trinidad. Migos is looking at. Not saying that this is who they look up to. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I know. I get what what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. It's like that. You're who you're trying to sell records, but these people behind you, they're not looking at Hove. Hove is far removed, or they're not looking at Nas. Nas is far removed. Mm -hmm. They're looking at you because you're close. You're right there. But and that's the but that's the thing. I'm like, wouldn't you want to learn from somebody who's been doing this instead of going? Ain't nobody trying to listen to your album, old man. Stop making music, and it's the young man's game. Wouldn't you want to learn from somebody who's been around the block already? You know what it is. But it, you're right. I agree with that 100. percent But I could tell you this: if I'm a young guy who came in the game, right, mm-hmm. and and your first thing to do is to tell me that's garbage. And without giving me game, like, look, I see what you're doing, but listen to this. I think you could take something. From it. It's all about approach. This is true. You see what I'm saying? I do, because I think Cause it's, it's an grow. aggressive factor from both. Because now, the younger generation that may have they come, they've, they start in a, and you smelling yourself already when you were That's young anyway. Exactly. You feel it's, like you invincible mm-hmm. and can't nobody tell you nothing. Mm-hmm, right. And then you go back and sit 10 years later and be like, damn, that was That's bullshit. Stupid. Yeah. And then, but you, but the guys that came up in the game, they're looking at it like, well, ain't nobody, I ain't had nobody to hold my hand. And, mm-hmm. yeah. But sometimes you did, you had an OG to, to help you out. That's the crazy thing, because the same thing Joe Button has done, because it's really... You know, oh, my no, God. We not made, fitting to talk about Joseph. No, 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 but that's who made Lil Yachty feel like that. No, 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 I understand. I'm just... But he, he just... It's funny, because he'll crucify them, but when he was young, couldn't nobody tell him nothing. So that's why I'm looking at you like, that's why they don't listen to you. Like not nobody tell him nothing, and then apparently, remember me, Ma called him a pussy when the joint... Oh, yeah, because he wasn't going... Because <laughs> he wasn't going, he Eminem. Even though, I gotta be honest... He like, like, look, I gotta get my checks for my kids. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you, no, I gotta be honest. At this point, he would wash them. I really think he holds something the, in the chamber. But this is the thing. He washed them. It's like... If this is for the love of the game, and you suppose, it's really supposed to just be about the, rapping, y'all could just as easily go back and forth, mm-hmm. and it would it will raise some notoriety for the both of y'all. But the thing is, you know what's funny? I think also it's a business move because Joe still signed. Up. That's what I'm saying. But even still, like even if that's your boss, even yeah. if that's your boss, and it's like, and y'all head. going, and, <laughs> and you go, and you have a meeting with boy, and you're like, look, you came in my neck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shoot that. Then you come back at me if you. As long as y'all keep it clean, and mm-hmm. I don't mean like, you know, we got to not mention nothing and not have punchlines and everything. I mean, don't go out here making crazy, scandalous references like mm-hmm. Eminem didn't have fucking songs saying that Diddy had uh, everybody yeah, shot and shit. Don't come out here swinging like that and we won't have a problem. Yeah. But, I mean, because you could still come at somebody neck. Mm-hmm. You're both 
decent lyricists. I, I mean, more, way than better, way better than decent. You're both good lyricists. I don't understand why this can't be a thing. I don't you get right. it. You uh, listen. You right, but I just looked at it from Joe. If Joe say he not rapping no more, the only thing I say is Joe keep that same energy. If you're right, not gonna don't rap, rap then this don't, don't rap, rap at all. Don't do no hypotheticals. I don't like the hypotheticals. Don't give me that bow wow like, retirement right. or shit. No, but that. <laughs> But, but also, <laughs> don't do no hypotheticals on Twitter. Like, if Joe was still rapping, uh, I don't want to hear if Joe was still rapping. Either you rapping or you not. Bruh, you either going to start rapping or you going to go see Lupe on these sticks about Street Fighter. That's it. Like, That's just so. pick one. Just do something. Or he could also <laughs> battle Saha the Prince for 500000 I heard that. But, that know. came up the week that we didn't do a show. And you I was know. like, bruh. That could have been in the B side. You know, listen, I listen to that no dope on Sundays. Joe, thank you. But oh, my last, I'm gonna talk about my last element. So, DJing. Since what happened? Say no DJing no more. I don't even know how to replace that. Since this is this is an issue. DJing, like we said before about the art there's no art to it anymore mm. we're not using vinyls most people because some people do use vinyl still and i respect it okay mm. keep the culture alive yeah. so <laughs> they, they like just buying the the little tables yeah. with the electric mm-hmm. and just to make the scratch sound and it's plugged up to a computer or yeah. ipod yeah. i understand it's easier than lugging crates and crates and records i get it yeah. but it's not and that's still i guess is considered being a DJ but I think for the modern times that would be replaced with studio production and streaming services like SoundCloud it would be SoundCloud so is there a way to track beats basically so it's like I'm, we're not because it's like I'm not saying DJ in the day but it wouldn't be an element anymore because it's not as prominent the more prominent feature now mm-hmm. would be the streaming services or exactly. you know your Spotify's your Apple Music's your SoundClouds because SoundCloud is where all the uh, small time not say small time it's not nice all the undiscovered rappers post their material so it's like alright small time rappers were supposed <laughs> to get noticed so it's like that now Spotify apparently is opening up and production just to, because people don't care about you having a live band behind you anymore people no. don't care about somebody really cutting it up on the ones and twos anymore like the newer audiences they care about is the beat hot the new ones. Can I can like before it was I remember when we was coming up it was can I turn the bass up yeah. like can can I turn the bass up and have my subwoofers like can I that's not even a thing no more I don't know what's happening now so it's just like I really think that's what it would be replaced with that in that that to be in the same vein because I can't see. I can't see anything else There's being put in else. its place. There's really nothing else. That's you why I didn't even want to mention it. Huh? You white over there? Yeah. Woo. Put some hair on your chest. Yeah, takes the hair off my chest. You stupid. <laughs> no, but it's nothing else out there. Like, that's he ain't here drinking brown liquor, y'all. Hmm? I said he ain't here drinking brown liquor. Hey, listen, man. Brown, brown liquor gets you there quicker. I'm sick. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, man, it's... it's that's, I didn't want to include that. I mean, it is an element, but it just seemed like it's such a weak element. I honestly feel that's like that's, but that's what it is now. Right. It's not, like, if it was, if it wasn't so prominent, I, would, I wouldn't throw it in there either. You're right. But everybody's, a, by that line, it just seemed like everybody's a deep, like, I said like back in the day, right? If you took back in the day, you took, I don't know, Grandmaster Cats, right? Mm-hmm. Grandmaster who? Kaz. Is in the, okay, Kaz, yeah. Kaz. It'd be like a... Clearly, he's levels above other DJs. You mean Grandmaster Flash. Uh, Grandmaster Kaz, too. But go... I think you're talking about Grandmaster Flash. From the neighborhood, right? Okay, yeah. Grandmaster, Grandmaster, Grandmaster Flash, Flash too, from the but even Kaz, here. Clearly, 
He's he made it for a reason. Like mm-hmm. clearly he was better than other DJs in the neighborhood, levels mm-hmm. above. Yeah. Nowadays, you take anybody that make beats on a computer and there's really no difference in the level. Like to my person in my personal opinion, there's no difference. Okay. So maybe I should broaden it to just computer engineering then. okay then that's, that's because true. that would include everything. everything you uploading your music to soundcloud oh you gosh. making beats with pro tools mm-hmm. <laughs> pro no, tools no, work, because if you think about it if you say oh well i'm gonna get a uh i'm gonna get a collar beat mm-hmm. the reason collar could charge you you're not just getting a collar beat you're getting a collar production and mm-hmm. you're getting his name his mm-hmm. brand on it Mm-hmm. That's why he charged you. It's not the beat, like you know what I mean. Where I was, though, I feel as though back then, if or even in in late nineties, if you got a beat from Swiss Beats, you knew it was a Swiss Beat. You, you knew, knew it was Swiss Beats. It was going not. It wasn't you knew the it was dude. For, you know, it's Pharrell. Right. You know, it was just Blaze. It wasn't you know the it's... dude around the corner who didn't know about the little nuances and everything else. So who don't know what? Like, yeah. Who don't know records to sample? Exactly. I think that's also a huge that's problem. Now look. I y'all know we do push a fader early in the show mm. every day. I mean every day, every week, and that's because I really love the art of sampling. I know a lot of people have so it. <laughs> I know a lot of people have take take issue with sampling because they're like it's not your own material, blah, blah blah. But you take something and make it your own, and flip it into something else, and to be able to pick apart a song. I love doing that. When I can hear a song and be like, like when I first heard "Gold" by Common, mm-hmm. and we'll because this that's a that's the same one that I don't know if you would guess off the top, so I, I wouldn't. wouldn't do it. So I'm gonna just talk about it now. So when I first heard "Gold" from Common, I was like, "What is this beat?" I was like, "It's to be true" by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like picking apart the the little pieces of the song. So. That was Kanye, right? You know what? I don't was even it? know. I don't know if he had gone off the deep end at this point yet. Oh, no. If it was Go, that was... Um, it's before... Big. It's after Go. This is way... Uh, gold by Common is... Oh, you um, said Gold. I thought she meant Go. Uh, no, no, not Go. Gold. Excuse me, y'all. Man, I know Kanye did... Uh, I think he did oh, all, sorry, of, y'all. all of B. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, Lord. Or if not all of B. The Dream of the Believer. Is oh, that album that. that was on? That. Yes, I like that album. That's the album that uh, that was no idea. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, that was all no idea. Yeah, that was heat. <laughs> so I believe in life. But I was like, I I like the art of sampling, mm-hmm. and there's not so much of it now. And now it's like if you do sample, sometimes it just comes from the song that came out mm-hmm. three weeks ago. And I'm like, you gotta, y'all know it's so much more music out here to pull source material from, right? Right. And but other times it's not even that. They're not even doing. They out here making can't stop, won't stop beats and shit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But that you can't stop, won't stop. Don't that much sound it, like a house party? Somebody that made a beat for a house do. party, but it do. But th- the thing with can't stop, won't stop, it just sounded so empty to me. It was. It was. It was. It, it sounded it had no but you know what it was I think it was something um, I think it was something like like and the reason why like for me I'm not gonna lie for me it was a Philly classic only because only because it was the Young Guns not that I mean yeah that I mean not the Young Guns like them the Mm -hmm. people but it symbolized something from my childhood right like anytime anything symbolized something from your childhood whether you call it a classic in hip hop it's gonna be a classic in some way form another team oh yeah so you're you're nostalgic about it you know exactly that's what it is that's all it was about it wasn't the actual song like we say oh man can't stop won't stop or uh yeah that that stacks up to I don't know can't knock the hustle yeah like it don't no like come on we're not saying that it's just I associated with something from my childhood so of course Walk in the classroom in ninth grade. You know what I mean? Can't stop, won't stop. Hey, you got your throwbacks on. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want, you know, sometimes I would love to have the resources to find out if stuff is as big in other places as it is here. Because Philly's one of them cities, we will talk mad trash about you. Mm-hmm. But if you from here, we'll ride for you. Right. So I, be, I really want to know, like, are these artists as big 
in other places as they are here or is it only because they're here is it like were the young guns big everywhere or was it just here in like i know eventually they did get some hits like um mm-hmm. no better love mm-hmm. you know that was a hit for them because that was a 106 in park <laughs> so it wasn't just us yeah, no, right. watching it right. but like groups like kindred and um who's another philly artist music is you know we have a lot of neo soul of what, what, what we no, would call the neo soul movement that came out of philly like are these artists besides joe scott as big in other places as they are here not the, and not just them there's plenty of other ones but that's another show for another day i feel like some of us are kendra i'm not too sure about I wouldn't know. Cause, I mean, I've been following Kendrick since they came out, um, and I've always been a fan. So I really, honestly, don't necessarily care if people are bigger outside. I'm just curious. Like I just really I wonder. Like, do they go outside of the East Coast and sell out shows? That's why do I be? Feel, I'm so damn egotistical because I be feeling like sometimes I know who Kendrick is, so everybody should know who they are. Like, That's my mind, like. But a lot of people do that. It's like right. when you are somewhere, like say you're in Atlanta or New York, and it's like you have an artist that's real big. Like T.I., before trap music really, like before, when trap music dropped, before he was really huge, no. dudes probably down there was just like, but that nigga T.I., he be putting on. And people yeah. was like, who? Who? No. The, the tiniest dude? Like, <laughs> was he even tiny dude at the time? He I was. Remember. Oh, he was? Cause tiny I was out here throwing them dollars at his career and that's why I was like yo you be doing her dirtiest shit what happened I said I remember T.I. on Memphis Bleak Records I mean but Daddy Records I'm now I'm willing to bet money that even if he was out here before them two got together I'm sure that she put some money behind all his ventures okay I'm willing to, but I'm willing to bet Mm -hmm. that she put, because we not, because that's why I'm like, yo, people be really shitting on Tiny, like, she wasn't that girl, like, every Escape album didn't go platinum, and she didn't write no scrubs. No, I I, I definitely think she put some money behind his records, but more than anything, I think she got him in touch with the people he needed. Exactly. That's why I'm like... I'm sure she probably used some connections. That's, I'm sure something I think, there I happened. I don't think it was so much about... And the only reason why I... Because anytime... If a nigga own a trap house... So let's, own a tra- so, let's, 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 so let's say... She put some weight behind it. Hell yeah. It's no There's question there. Maybe not many, but she put some weight behind it. It's not, how else is he going to meet Trick? Because Trick is from Miami. He from ATL. I mean, it's still south. People be forgetting that Miami and shit is still south. Listen, you ain't. Yeah, if you if you really big shit like that, you was really moving that much dope. Mm-hmm. You not staying in Atlanta. The problem, right? But here's the thing: who says Ti was big shit like that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But that right? But the chances of him running into Trick Daddy or running into the right people he need to know without Tiny, very slow. Very, very. Mom said he could have got there, but I don't think it would have happened in a time. He could have, but then you even look at Young Jeezy when Young Jeezy put up on Puff with money. It's like Mm -hmm. he ain't get signed that day. It still took a while. Like who didn't? Who didn't come and bitch out Diddy? Like everybody. Everybody was coming for Diddy because he. I guess because he was always doing some. No, no, no. He didn't pull up on him like in a bad way. What happened was oh. No, no, no. When he met, I was like, when did I miss this? No, no, no. He met Diddy. He met Diddy. He was driving a Lambo. Oh, okay. But it's not like Diddy signed him. He didn't get signed. You know what I mean? Like, like it wasn't like that. It happened another way. Like, so no, no, no. I like, understand. It's just funny. Like, like what T.I. said, oh, I was trapping in '96, but we didn't really, really know you to like what. Two, like I know when for me. When did trap music come out? Okay, whenever trap music came, out, I, rubber I, I, band I man, because rubber band man was on trap music. I knew a body when he did the record with Memphis. <laughs> he got a new album coming out too. Oh yeah, no, I'm I think it dropped this. actually. Yes. Trap music came out in two thousand three. My God, I'm old. That's what I'm saying. Oh he did. That's the same. Listen, when I went to high school, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you when I got. I'm gonna tell you when I got put on the T.I. I'm gonna tell you when I put when they got put on the T.I. I didn't check for him super hard because I was still young. I ain't had no money like that to be buying crazy mixtapes and all. Plus, yeah. Philly wasn't on the ATL like that. But when I knew he could rap, was like I said on the Memphis League record. I think it was called Round Here. Mm-hmm. 
the red, the song itself, most people won't like, but his particular verse is like, oh shit, oh this dude, poor no, Memphis. like poor Memphis bleed. Well, it was the expectation. That's what I'm. I mean, like it yeah. wasn't like he was he, he was horrible, really rapper, but it was like Jay Z. Why you do that to him? Man? <laughs> Ain't nobody tell you to say he was the next Jay Z. Not the last. Bleak's gonna be a good rapper. It's like Jay Z. Jay, good, Jay, leave on. him alone. <laughs> leave him, him alone, Jay. Let him cook. <laughs> let exactly. Him cook. <laughs> let him do his own thing. You didn't. That's probably why he like. I'm a. I, <laughs> he could be a hit away his whole career, but as long as I'm alive, he's a millionaire. Damn right, cause you <laughs> fucked it up for me, Jay Z. Sean, you fucked it up. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but damn. Like, it was crazy because I was really pulling for him. I like. I like. I actually like that him. I actually like Bleak. I didn't. Young Guns is a whole. Uh, but I like Chris. Yeah, uh, I feel like Chris. I feel like Neef held Chris back. My personal opinion. I'm not gonna say Neef held Chris back. Because I feel like they had potential as a group. Like, mm-hmm. as a as a duo, as a unit, yeah. they worked. Mm-hmm. But I do think Young Chris could have went off on his own. So, because it's, like, it's not like a hold back thing. They they work for, for different reasons, mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't feel like Neef could have really went by himself. Like, he couldn't really. My problem with Neef being with Chris, I feel like Chris. Neef is the dude where Chris would have, like, an idea that could potentially be brilliant. Mm-hmm. But Neef is his man, so he don't want to crap on whatever idea Neef <laughs> might have. See, I ain't take it there. <laughs> I ain't take it there. I'm just, I'm being honest. Listen, it's not that I think Neef has bad idea. I just don't think he's as elevated as Chris. Like, Chris is yeah. like, oh, let me just, I got an idea for this record. I'm going to get a, oh man, and then Neef might hear the beat. Oh, let me hop on it and let me put my verse on it. And Chris thinking in his mind, this shit don't go with nothing I'm trying to do. <laughs> See, that's my I man. Ain't so it's like. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, but let's be real. No better love than me verse really belong on that. Hush now. I'm just saying. We that's, not finna start like, this today, like, bruh. I'm just saying. I like well, that's verse. a whole nother podcast. <laughs> it didn't need that verse. But <laughs> yo, <laughs> we gonna stop it here. No, it. And we gonna. Uh, oh wait, did you ever come up with any other? No, Elements? You, you came up with them all. My personal opinion, right. because I ain't got nothing. All right. Well, we move right on then. I got to stop vouching for the young generation. Cause no, listen, but this is the thing. I don't want this to be a show where it's just like we bash young generation. No, I'm Honestly, I really think it's like there really is a gap mm-hmm. for some very good reasons mm-hmm. because there's just a disconnect. Nina, what? I vouch for the young generation all the time. And hey, you came up with more elements than me. Shut up, yo. Because, I, but it's the thing, because I'm not completely unplugged from it anymore. Mm. There was a time where I didn't listen to any new hip-hop at all, and I was just like, fuck all of this. Because mm. I was just like, I had lost hope. No. But then I was like, you know what? I can't say that I'm a real hip-hop head without, listening to without at least giving it a try. Mm. So will I listen to your whole album? Probably not, bruh. I might listen to a couple songs or I'll listen to the first 30 seconds and it can tell me whether or not I want to give a fuck about it. <laughs> but I can at least say I listen to it. It's like, I can't be like, I'm not a Future fan and I never listen to a Future song. Mm-hmm. I can't say I'm not a Migos fan I never listen to a Migos song. Mm-hmm. I can tell you I don't like any of these littles out here because the, the ones that I've heard, I don't I don't need it. I'm, I'm okay, thanks. But I've... <laughs> But if I heard you, and then I can be like, all right, well, it's just not for me. Right. I understand. Because everything ain't for everybody. But um, we can move on mm-hmm. to the B side. And before we start the B side, I want to um, throw another segment in here. We're not going to do it this week. But I'm going to start listening to new albums that come out from artists who I at least respect. Yeah. And so we and we can discuss whether or not it'll be it's an instant classic mm-hmm. or it's hot trash or it's somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I know um, you know I'm not a huge Lil Wayne person, but I will give the Carter Five a listen, and I also want to give Young Sinatra Four a listen by Logic because I've heard that's a great album, probably mm-hmm. behind Under Pressure for him, which was one of his I think my favorite Logic album. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give those two a listen, and I'm also going to finish listening to Lupe's album. Mm. Because I just, it's just been so much going on, 
these past couple weeks, I have not actually had time to sit down and really digest anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to give give myself a couple days. I got off for that bullshit ass holiday on Monday. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna be in coming weeks. You guys will probably hear it. I'm gonna come up with a segment name and everything for it. It'll be real short. It ain't gonna be a whole discussion like the other two. Mm-hmm. But um, just a quick rundown uh, reviewing albums. But look for that to come. But we're gonna move into the B side now and talk about our news stories for the week. So we have some rather interesting news stories for the week because shit was all over the place. I'm going to start with this one because I just said something about the Carter Five. So apparently Birdman and Young Thug may be involved in the tour bus shooting, Lil Wayne's tour bus shooting from back in 2015. There's supposedly, well not supposedly, there is a call out here between Birdman and some dude in jail who I believe is in jail for shooting up the bus saying like him saying that it need to be done something crazy don't don't quote me because I, I don't remember exactly what was hurt what was said on the call I listened to it but I didn't take notes but basically they're saying that they could come after Birdman and Young Thug for for the shooting now I was like but why <laughs> but then I'm like, but think about it. If Lil Wayne was gone, he would be so much less of a problem to you. The problem is, so you, what happened? So the problem is, if that happened, wouldn't you be a prime suspect? Yes, and that's the thing. That's why I'm like, what? Did you think it wasn't going to come back to you? Like, I, I don't know. I don't understand. See, here's the thing: a lot of people saying. I don't think he did it. He got genuine love. It was just some business, whatever. Da, 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 da. Money makes everything funky. Exactly. So, I don't know. And the fact that he is on the phone with the alleged shooter from prison mm-hmm. makes it even fishier. <laughs> so, it's either the shooter or somebody who had something to do. Like It was, it was because like the details are murky. They're mm-hmm. not really trying to put out nothing. But I mean, look, money talks, bullshit walks. If mm-hmm. if it's gonna make him more money mm-hmm. for him to be able to put out this Carter Five album, Lil Wayne is not around. Then don't please don't put it past nobody. Are y'all seen paid in full? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Rico shot the shit out of Mitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got you got fourteen bricks. Mm-hmm. He shot that man, no question. Mm-hmm. Just just smoked him right there in the doorway the funny thing about is and there's many stories out there that's just like that Mm -hmm. many stories out there that's just like that that's just the one that you know got got the movie deal I look man I I only say that because we was watching Peyton Fool the other night no you might though you know he had never seen it before Oh, Brian, uh, <laughs> I already know he didn't. I know he didn't. I was just, I was just, you know, I was waiting for my part. <laughs> Niggas get shot every day, B. Right, absolutely. But neither here nor there. So, and then, look, and then the card of fire finally dropped. That was the other piece of the story. Mm-hmm. Finally. Mm-hmm. Hasn't this shit been in the works since like 20... Five years, 2013. Okay, I was gonna say 2011 for some reason, but 2013 is fine. I don't know. It's just like what, bro? Like mm-hmm. we've been we've been going through this that long, bro. At this point, I don't like fuck it. <laughs> I'm putting up Carter Four in there. <laughs> this, this is gonna be like Kingdom Hearts, the Carter Carter Four Point Nine Nine. At one point, it was asking, "What's gonna come out the Carter Five of Detox?" <laughs> oh God, I no. Was like, what? <laughs> just I'll take it. I was just like Carter Five. <laughs> Fuck it. Like leave that shit alone. Let it go. Is, I feel like the detail been done a long time ago. Dre just like I ain't putting it out. <laughs> I really feel like it. I mean, honestly, you make a billion dollars from Apple. Do you need to put out an album? No, sure don't. You do that shit only if you feel like it. So, our next story. We talked about this a little earlier when we was downstairs talking about. Um, Offset and his shenanigans. Mm-hmm. So Cardi turned herself into police on Monday in connection with um, the strip club fight she allegedly orchestrated. Supposedly she ran up on these girls and had some of the people jump her, jump them mm-hmm. at a strip club because one of them slept with Offset. Oh my god! Now- Bel 
please please stop please stop I I've been telling telling people for years you never let no dick get in the way of your money what the fuck girl what are you doing I, mean, to all I, I don't care what the kid is. I don't care if you're married to the dick. I don't care if the dick is the best that you ever had. You don't let that shit get in the way of your paper. Like, what are you doing? Did it really get in the way of money? Here's the thing. There is a possibility it could. Okay. Say she has to do some time or she has to be on probation or some mm. shit and she can't go do shows. Mm. Or she can't be out the house past X hours. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm I mean, just saying. and also, and also, and also, this you gonna have to pay these girls, even if you don't do no time. You gotta come Still out your pocket yep. and pay these girls because they suing you now. Mm-hmm. Over, you over, right? offset. And that's not going to stop him from sticking his penis in whatever he so feels like. No, that's real, but I'm going to tell you what's going to stop him. When she gets tired and she said, yeah, I want alimony and child support, that's what's going to stop him. That's when all of a sudden he's going to drop a 444. It's going to be Amigos 444. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, say. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> real. Not a get with the money. Uh, Listen, man. Because be look, real. let's be real. We know how fickle rap can be. They could not be famous two years from now. Right. And y'all out of money. And then now what? Because you just spent money fighting and getting people jumped and all kind of, like we gotta you gotta chill, girl. I appreciate that she's authentic. I really do. Because that's some shit she would have did, whether she was famous or she was still in the box. Absolutely not. However, now you got too much to lose. If nothing else, (laughs) Fat Joe said in an interview I was watching, when he first came out, he would just run down on niggas just because he just wanted to because they was they was talking reckless. And if somebody hit him the game, like you know, people are just coming up. And saying wild shit to you, so you punch him in the mouth and give him some money, right? And he was like, "Hmm, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> I might want to stop doing that." Mm-hmm. People are going to do shit to provoke you just because of who you are. Now, I understand that it is a lot of pressure to be famous, especially when you famous, you famous, you get famous fast, and you famous, and you from the hood, and you don't have no other wherewithal of how all this is supposed to work. I was about to say, you know what's crazy? You know they used to have, like, artist development back then? Yeah. You know like, that shit, man? Her, right. And so, for her to not be an artist development, is like... Not in that kind of... Uh, not in that capacity. Well, no, no, maybe not in that capacity, but then also, look at this. She's got nobody literally telling her, like... Everybody in her corner, I'm pretty sure, if they not yes men, they too intimidated to tell her, yo, you're wild and artist. But it's the thing... They might not even be too intimidated to tell her that, but they're not going to stop her from being who she is because that is her brand. No, right, but but there's a... I mean, there's... there's because then don't nobody get paid. No, 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 it's not that. It's not about protecting the brand, but the brand ain't supposed to destroy itself. Like, this is true, but it where... how she, Who and how she is is what makes her brand. Well, so it's like... You want a fine line where it could be self-destructive, but it's what's making us all money. So right. nobody's really going to be like, girl. But what, couldn't they methodically redirect that brand into something where it's authentic, but it's smarter? So instead they could. Of, I think that might just come with age with her. I think, right. So instead of her running down on chicks at the club, why can't there constantly be, she really might divorce also? Offset's apologizing. Like, constantly in the tabloids where that story keeps going. And people start, you know, until people catch on eventually. Oh, she ain't going to divorce him. But then some girl's like, I don't know. He, she getting fed up. He did it again. But in the meantime, while these, these headlines is dropping, she's dropping hits. He's dropping hits. She's dropping little songs about him. Maybe he do a song about her. I mean... 
They like Tommy and Keisha. She said it. You stupid. Not Tommy and Keisha, girl. You couldn't pick nobody else. Tommy and Keisha. I'm saying that's the that's the brand. But now I'm hoping that this all gets worked out and everybody is happy in the end and you can we don't have to go through this again. Let's 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 hope. That that's where it goes. That's hope. <laughs> but on a lighter note, though, she did have a show, and she's urging people to go out and vote. Hey. So I'm always with that because it's like, bro, mm-hmm. if you don't vote, you can't complain. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't go out and exercise your right, don't come to me and be like, man, I can't believe such and such is in office now and doing X, Y, and Z. A lot of people don't come out for midterm and local elections not realizing that that also affects you. I'm not going to lie. I voted for my brother. What? I voted for my brother. Who was your brother? What? Yeah. During the presidential election, I voted for my brother. So it says. I exercise my right to vote. I am going to move on to the next story. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, that, okay. That's crazy. Speaking of crazy. Let's talk about it off air. Yeah, we will. Speaking of crazy... Everybody's favorite nut job. Hey, Kanye West. Oh, it was just he, the one or two people. Kanye West and Donald Trump. Oh God, no! <laughs> See, listen, I would one. never say that shit on air. I don't, you're not gonna catch me saying that shit on my show. Okay. He ain't my favorite nothing. <laughs> Maybe not Trump, but some crazy one. <laughs> so, Kanye crazy ass <laughs> went on SNL and did a performance wearing his MAGA hat. And then says later on he went on some crazy rant on there talking about he was how he was pro forty five and mm-hmm. like he was just he was really going in it and they had to like cut it people started booing him it was a mess so he then says we should abolish the thirteenth amendment mm. which if you don't know is the amendment that abolished slavery among other things. We have to go through into a whole nother segment that I just don't have time to go into. I we can't do schoolhouse rock right now. I'm I'm not feeling the grace. But then he takes it all back and says, Well, I'm off my meds. Y'all know I'm bipolar, I'm off my meds. Kanye. I have never in my life wanted you to have a stadium full of seats more than I do now. <laughs> I just need you to sit down. I, like you got another album coming out. I heard. But the problem is, it didn't work well for him the first time. Why is it like if this is a ploy? It didn't work well the first time. Why would he do it again? Because I don't think it's a ploy anymore. I think Kanye really is mentally unbalanced and there's nobody there to check it. Okay? You can't be in a mental health space and not have anybody. I mean, you can, Mm -hmm. but it was immensely difficult to to be in uh, an unbalanced mental state Mm -hmm. and have mental health issues and not have somebody there as a support system to really support you. Right. Because it's one thing people to be around and be like, man, that's messed up. You should probably take your meds. Or somebody to be on your ass like, look, take your meds. You got to stop going out here and saying crazy shit be just, just for fuck's sake, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not, like, this is not what we're doing. It's not the wave. It's not the move. It's not working. People are turned off. You have to stop. Mm-hmm. You don't have nobody. It don't seem like you have anybody out here saying or doing that for him. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. I just... I really want him to get it together. Okay? We miss who we thought Kanye was. I I'm not gonna say who we thought. I really think that is to that is one part of who Kanye is, and it's lost and it's buried underneath all of the layers of what Kanye wanted himself to be. Close your eyes and imagine. I just you know. I really think that he lost it after everything that happened with his mom. I think he really went off the deep end, and he buried that guy. He buried the backpack wearing teddy bear Kanye deep, deep, deep down. And I don't know. I don't even know if he's still in there. Mm. 
people are allowed to evolve and change. That's that's part of being a human being. But you are like devolving and self-destructing. You have like somebody has to stop my man. He's on a path to nowhere fast. Like I'm not gonna stop him. And she not. He talking about he moving to Chicago again for good, yeah, and she good. ain't coming. Like she, you ain't either. You ain't moving, or uh, she really ain't coming. And you staying in, uh, and you coming here, and she's just gonna leave you ass. Which you dumb. You already told us that you don't have no money. So what are you doing? What is she gonna take? I just I don't know. <laughs> I just. Kanye mm. broke. A while ago, he did say... I don't think he said he was broke, but I think he said he was like $53 million in debt or something crazy like that oh, a couple man. years ago. I just don't know, bro. I, I just don't know. Like, I don't know what's wrong with him. And it's not really my job to find out either. I'm... Because I'm, I'm over it at this point. I'm going to move on to my next story because it's like... I get exhausted talking about him. <laughs> There's a thought of him. Like, my eyes are literally closing as I'm sitting here talking about him because he is just exhausting. Yes. I don't have the capacity or the brain power or anything to be talking about this man. And I actually got love for him, but you're right. He is. He's he, exhausting. He is. But... Yeah. What happened? Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I was just going to say we're going to move on to our last story of the show. Because we all... We both... Getting tired here. Mm-hmm. So apparently, we could be getting two new hip hop albums. I mean, two not hip hop. Woo! You see, I'm tired, right? Mm-hmm. Two new Tupac albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a lawsuit between his estate and Death Row was settled. Now, mm-hmm. Death Row is not its own entity anymore. Somebody bought it. See that brown look? catching up. Mm-hmm. Somebody bought Death Row, and they've been in a fight with Tupac's estate for some years, and Afeni Shakur died in the midst of this battle. But the estate did end up winning, and they got a lot of his unreleased music and new music, and they're looking to put it out on some albums soon. And I was like, all right, cool. We've been getting posthumous um, Tupac albums forever and ever. But then... But then, Suge Knight Jr. comes out of nowhere and says, but Tupac's alive though and he's living in Malaysia. Mm. How? Right. Why? <laughs> Why would he be? And then put up these badly photoshopped pictures trying to be like that so they can be receipts, quote unquote. What are y'all like? Let this man rest. Right. Like, My God, he is dead. The, the whole thing that he was in Cuba and he was here. Listen, let that man go, okay? Oh, excuse me. He is going, and y'all need to face facts. The same could be said for the albums, but I'll give the albums a listen before I'll start believing he in Malaysia hiding out and shit. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't, I don't have no reason to believe that that man uh, is not dead, so. That's kind of where I'm at with it. No, it's like. This wasn't meant to be like a whole in depth thing because yeah. it ain't much to talk about here, but I just had to mention, like, my dude, you said what? He's in Malaysia? Of all, Malaysia? I don't know, bro. Like, I just, I don't, I don't have time. Y'all got me fucked up. Right. Because. That's when you just got to get ratchet. Y'all got me fucked up. Because to be, let's, let's be real. Like, would you let one of my family members or somebody die? And people been saying for 20 years, oh, he's still alive. He in, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, let. That man go. Okay. Right. Leave it alone. And why are you talking? You are Suge Knight Jr. <laughs> why would you tell me that? I don't... I, listen. I truly do feel like anybody from Suge Knight's family tree don't have a voice right now. Like, just be quiet. Be quiet. Didn't your pop just get a, a sentence of 28 years in prison because he ran somebody over and shit? Mm-hmm. Just hush. Shh. I don't even want him to have seats. Just be quiet. You can stand up. I don't care. Just stand up and be quiet. 
That's for real. I tried to offer some seats. She's like, no. No, no, he can't have a seat. Standing room only over here. (laughs) But that's going to be our show for today. I told you it was going to be a pretty short show today. Um, We got to get out of here. Um, Got a lot of stuff to uh, get done this weekend. And I got to get some sleep. And um, this brown liquor is about to take him out. So we got... (laughs) <laughs> we we definitely need to sign out. You got anything else you want to say? Any closing remarks? Any you want to tell people where to find you again? Anything? On all the socials. Wait. Yeah, all the socials. Oh, <laughs> uh, Twitter Mayor underscore Franklin. Um, on Instagram Left underscore Brain. On Facebook Mayor Franklin. Uh, also like my page Left underscore Brain eighty eight. And also, again, check out Junk Thoughts, Sober Tongue on Anchor and all, on all podcast platforms. Um, it's a good, you know, we have some good topics on there. So you, I think you'll find it very enlightening. We also have uh, Nina in there, too. Uh, we have a few people in there. So, um, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be sliding through. Hey. I'll be sliding through. But um, I don't have any news. I don't have any updates or anything. So, um, I'm going to just say thanks for rocking with us for another week. And uh, Turntables Crew is out. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub. A modern shower conversion. A seamless new wall. All done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter. 35 years of better bath remodels.